Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, the first sports topic of the night. We're an hour in and we're just getting to sports, sports, sports. Yeah, that's how we roll sometimes. Welcome back to the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Pretty significant event this past Sunday, something called the Super Bowl. And I say something called the Super Bowl because the Minnesota Vikings are never a part of it. But somebody that is well-versed in it here in recent memory, his name is Josh Klingler, former co-worker of mine at 610 Sports Radio, co-host of Fesco in the Morning on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., and currently sideline reporter for the Chiefs Radio Network. I'm wondering, is he hungover or is he still on a bender? And he's joining us now on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Kling, how you feeling? <laughs> Well, you're you're an hour in, and like we used to say, Kansas City, talk Chiefs, right? <laughs> so let's go, man. Uh, it's, it's pure adrenaline, still, yeah, pure adrenaline from uh, from a wild weekend, a wild season, and and uh, boy, it's it it doesn't it doesn't get old being in that game, and it's 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 great to win another one um, now after what uh, you know four measly years. I mean, it's 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 funny. It's been. It's been such a run that it's just kind of hard to put into words. And, you know, a lot of NFL cities are probably, you know, throwing stuff at Kansas City right now. I get it. Hey, Josh, you're living the good life, man. Like, like I was there when the Chiefs got good with Andy Reid and you had Alex Smith. And I think when I was getting uh, getting ready to exit the building was when Patrick Mahomes was taking over. But, man, he's just been remarkable. The organization's been remarkable. The way that they've dominated the AFC West is nothing short of spectacular. But let's go back to the start of this year, okay? There's some turnover. The big name that everybody's concerned about leaving the building is Tyreek Hill. Um, Look, I think that there were certainly some people questioning the Kansas City Chiefs. But do you think that, that they were as big an underdog as maybe people are trying to make them um, out to be now that they won the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, it could have completely backfired, um, and there's no doubt about it because everybody knew Tyreek Hill was walking out as a really good player, and so that absolutely could have backfired. Now, did they have a a, a good p- plan B for that? Yeah, absolutely, and they backfilled nicely, and they they in- increased, they strengthened the the entire wide receiver core. It wasn't as top heavy, certainly, but from top to bottom, it was better quality. You know, one through you know five or six in that room, and so. But it could have backfired tremendously, and also what could have backfired was having, uh, you know, a rookie corner starting the season, and eventually three rookie corners played a heck of a lot of time uh, in the in the secondary for this team. A rookie started on the defensive line. 
Um, so and it's very easy. I just kept telling people, Henry, it's very easy. You just draft an all-world quarterback. You have the greatest uh, head coach going, and you just draft really well. I don't know why other teams don't follow this blueprint. It's just, it's just, it's just so easy to put together. It's become an embarrassment of riches, is what it has, and there's no signs of it slowing down. You know, Kling, you are around. I mean, right now, I feel like the most talented quarterback that I've seen play. Now, I'm not saying he's the GOAT yet because he is not at Tom Brady's status quite yet. But I think that he, at the end of the day, when his career is all said and done, he's absolutely going to be either approaching that or eclipsing that. And look, right now, he's already a first ballot Hall of Famer and he's 27 years old. But when you're on the sideline there on Sunday in the midst of that game, at the end of that first half, where he gets kind of, he gets tackled and the ankle was is tweaked and, it, and it's, he's re-injured it. What was the first thing that was going through your mind at that, at that point in time? Well, it was the first time he, he showed, I thought, full-scale uh, pain uh, in this entire kind of ankle saga. He's, he's one tough dude for sure, and I didn't think he was coming out. And Chad Henney may have been throwing on the sidelines for a little bit, the backup quarterback, but his ball cap wasn't coming off. I mean, you, he shaked off the, the trainers pretty quickly after that play, and I know that some of the mic'd up sound has now come out from NFL Films, and he kind of told everybody, you know, I'll be okay. But he showed probably the most pain he has through this entire thing in any you know, like visible way in front of you know the fans and in a game. Uh, but I never thought he was coming out. Now, did the 30-minute halftime help? Probably so. It's a lot, lot longer Super Bowl halftime. Uh, probably uh, bought him some time to, to get ready and extra tape and whatever else they did to – to magically keep him together, but never thought he was coming out. But yeah, with every hit and with every hit that seems to land right now on that ankle, you thought, is this the one? Is this the one that's going to to finally get him? And luckily for the Chiefs, it was not. Talking about and recapping the Super Bowl from this past weekend involving the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs defeating the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35 in Arizona. We're talking to Josh Klingler, sideline reporter for the uh, Chiefs radio network, as well as co-host of Fesco in the morning on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Josh Klingler. All right, Kling, I was there when Travis Kelsey was drafted. Uh, we saw him in training camp up at St. Joe, and w- you could see the signs that he was going to be good, right? Like he had the swagger, he had the confidence, he had the moves. Uh, but then, remember, he ended up getting injured, and he had the microfracture in that rookie season, and that uh, kind of put him on the shelf. But the rest is history, man. Like, he's been not only just remarkable, he's put together a Hall of Fame career and I guess is in the debate for greatest tight end of all time. You know, I think that he is the greatest tight end of all time. I think that he had clumps Gronk. Uh, I just think that the way that he's played the position has been nothing short of remarkable. But what, what do you think is the biggest, most motivating thing that you've seen out of Travis Kelsey the last three or four years that has taken to him to this all-world Hall of Fame level. Well, and, and you're right. The start of his career wasn't so great. They also took a chance on him, if you remember. Yep. Um, you know, he was a guy that had had a little bit of baggage to him. And, and, and Jason Kelsey, his brother, of course, the Eagles center, Andy Reid talked to, talked to Jason about him before they uh, selected him and then had the, had the surgery on the knee and was a non-factor. Not to mention this town – um, had had loved, still loved uh, Tony Gonzalez at that period of time, who was considered probably the greatest tight end. And I thought, oh, there's no way Tony G was everybody's guy. <laughs> you know, like there's there's no way that you could have 
you know, almost back to back at that position be this good. And, and he's better. Um, his numbers are ridiculous. His playoff numbers are now approaching ridiculousness. He's, and, that, and that's just all pass catchers, not just tight ends. And I, I tend to call him a pass catcher because he's a, not a wide receiver. He's definitely a tight end. Um, but um, he, he puts up numbers like any wide out around. Uh, I know fantasy players know that uh, for sure. He's a guy that's underpaid as well, especially when the wide receiver market uh, jumped this past offseason. But, you know, I think it's his maturity that's been the, the biggest thing. He was, uh, you know, he could be a little bit of a wild card early in his career too. Got unnecessary flags. Um, was kind of chatty on the field. And um, while he will be, you know, vocal when he gets the microphone and he will get again tomorrow when they do the victory parade, um, he is a guy that's, uh, that's really matured into a leader on this team and a, and a guy others follow, and he's a hard worker. I think that's what's been a huge thing. And you kind of roll your eyes and oh, everybody works hard. No, the Chiefs have had a tone set by their three hardest workers happen to be their three best players in uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and defensive lineman Chris Jones, and and everybody falls in line behind them. And so you don't always have that on a team, and it's come together this way where your your best players are also your hardest workers, and, and it's hard to – you don't want to let those guys down. And, and I think that that's the biggest evolution to me of Travis Kelsey. I think the best thing that can be said about the Kansas City Chiefs organization is that you just mentioned it. You look at guys like Travis Kelsey – and you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Chris Jones, who wasn't even a first-round pick. I think he was a second-round pick that year. Correct. Um, yeah. Is that they've, they've reached their potential. Like, like there, there's a lot of organizations that draft players that get nothing near the potential out of said player. The Chiefs continue to do that year after year after year. Yeah, and the scary part is is they've drafted really well the last two years. Um, uh, Nick Bolton, who had the scoop and score in the Super Bowl, probably should have been a, a pro bowler. He's just uh, going to be entering his third year next season. Um, they, they drafted, what, 10, 10 players, all of which were on the roster, Henry, all season long. Now, not everybody contributed, but seven of the 10, eight of the 10 played quite a bit, and you entered them into a Super Bowl contender. Um, so that's the dangerous part. They become really good at drafting, too. <laughs> if you're the rest of the league, you're like, oh, my gosh, they got Mahomes and they got Andy Reid, and they can draft. Um, so, and they're not afraid to get away from a big contract if they feel like that they can, you know, supplement it. You, know, you lose Tyree Kill and you pick up Marquez Valdez Scantling and, and Juju Smith Schuster, and and you draft a Sky Moore, and you're just like, okay, well, we'll fill different ways. They're not afraid to do that either. So, uh, they put together a really nice overall program. Not enough people probably know the GM Brett Beach's name uh, because Andy Reid's such a big presence. Uh, as the uh, the head coach, but uh, the the GM gets a lot of credit too, and his staff because uh, they've got this thing humming right now. All right, last thing for you, Kling. I, I, I wish I could be there. I'm not, um, but the next time that I come to uh, Kansas City, which I think will be next month, I'll uh, I'll check in with you before I come that way. But uh, what is what is the uh, the pregame for the parade tomorrow? Oh boy. Um, unfortunately, we have a morning show. You can't you can't pregame as well, right? I mean, uh, it's. it's very early in the morning, but um, man, I, I was thinking that maybe you'd be sidelining the parade. Come on, Kling. <laughs> well, I did do that for the Royals parade. I was the I was I, I, my first ever play by play of a parade was in 2015 when the when the Royals won the World Series. I know so, because I was me, me and Binkley were in <laughs> studio and you guys were amongst the masses. Yeah, so yeah, we'll be well, yeah, we'll be down in, at the uh, we're kind of towards the tail end of the parade near where the uh, the Union Station is in Kansas City, where the where the, the main stage will be. But we'll be along the parade route for sure. They're expecting, um, you know, 
half million plus tomorrow uh, to to be uh, waiting around to see this team, you know, come down downtown and and have a, a big party in the in the downtown as well. So yeah, it's going to be a, a wild scene. Um, the the t-shirts and hats and everything that's been purchased over the last 48 hours at every uh, outlet in town that have you know something with Super Bowl champs on them uh, never gets old. Uh, it's it's fun to replenish the wardrobe, and we've been lucky enough to have uh, you know a lot of t-shirts and and hats to acquire over the last few years. I hear you, man. Well, congratulations again on another championship, man. I, the window was still wide open with Patrick Mahomes and some of the young guys you guys just recently drafted. Uh, I'll check in with you when I'm there next month and. Uh, I'm going to try to make my way over to Rally House and give me some merch as well. That's perfect. That's perfect. We're there today. They're unloading trucks as we speak, Henry. We'll get you, we'll get you a Chiefs t-shirt to take back, uh, take back to the north. I appreciate you, my man. Be well. You too. All right, take care. That's uh, Josh Klingler, sideline reporter for the uh, Kansas City. I mean, just imagine. Just imagine. <sighs> I don't want Being on, on the sideline when – the clocks go all the way down to zero, and you're the champions of the world. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 